0: So I am incredibly excited about today's guest because before I invited her to be on my podcast, first of all, we were connected through my beautiful angel friend, Angie Sanchez. So big shout out to her. And Anyone who would, ng suggest is just another earth angel. So that's who Amy is. And uh, before we connect, I keep like stacking her Instagram and her stories. And she is so full of light, love, and also knowledge. And I truly believe on what she stands for as far as healing and food as a medicine. So that's why I have Amy here. Amy, let's do this because I'm like way too excited to not be sharing with the people. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here with all of you too. Oh my goodness. Yes. Before we will go, because I know we will go so deep on today's topic. It's something that truly changed my life and keeps changing it in such a beautiful, positive way. But before we will go there, before I hit the recording button, we were talking about Bali because I'm wearing my, my flower behind the ear and it really um, reminded me of Bali. So if you're open to it, Amy, can I take you for just a brief moment to Bali with me? Yes, please take me there <laughs> right now. I okay. am all for it. Let's, Let's go. It. So just for, a, just for a moment, close your eyes gently and relax and take a deep breath. And when you're taking the deep breath, imagine that what you're smelling are these beautiful blooming frangipani flowers. The warm air, it's filled with the smell of the fresh trees and flowers and herbs and ocean waves. And you're walking towards the angel, a beautiful ancient Buddhist temple. And as you're walking, you look around and You see the flowers blooming, the wind in your hair and face. And you're feeling so connected to the world, to yourself. And as you're walking to this ancient Buddhist temple, it's so early in the day that no one is there, just you. And you're walking in this beautiful garden filled with fresh cut grass and flowers and waterfalls and you sit by one waterfall and you're sitting there and you're feeling so peaceful. And the energy, it's so tranquil. And as you're sitting there feeling the oneness, there is a young girl walking with the offerings, with the blessings, the flowers that she's bringing to this beautiful Buddhist temple. And she sits there with you by the waterfall she smiles, she puts one flower behind your ear, and she asks you, who are you? What is the one thing you want her to know about you? No, what do you do, but who are you? That was so beautiful.
1: <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I can feel Bali in my veins right now, and it's just so calming. What a great way to settle us into this conversation.
0: Isn't it? Isn't it? And I just love doing this right at the beginning because first of all, it really relaxes you and you drop into your heart and your body instead of being in the mind and thinking, thinking, what can I say? How can I serve? It's really beautiful. Plus really connecting with that one question. What is the one thing you want people to know about you? Because Very often we say, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a coach, I'm a, Mm -hmm. you know, lawyer, whatever it is, doctor. And and we just put these labels on us because we want to describe ourselves. But when you're in this place of bliss and peace, and I take you there and I ask you, who are you? The one first thing usually that comes through it's who you truly are in your essence. So, was there anything, Amy, that came up for you? Who are you if put people ask you? I would say I am love. Hmm. Yes. Hmm.
1: And it's actually in my name, and I always have to be reminded of it. Amy actually means the beloved.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yes.
1: Um. And it's beautiful to be reminded of that, um, as I, I serve in, in the expression of who I am. And it's great to remind others as well, that they are love and they are beloved as well. This
0: is so amazing. And I have a client, Amy, so I will be messaging her today. Like, Hey, "Hey, did you know, (laughs) Yes, I, I love it. Like Amy, anytime I'm in your presence, first of all, I just love your energy and, uh, It's so beautiful. Um, One of my clients, she messaged me today. Her name, it's not Amy, it's Ashley. (laughs) But she messaged me this morning and she sent me a quote from some other account. And it basically said, like, be in such a high vibration that people will crave your vibe. And she said, they're you. You know, and it's so beautiful when we are really so tap into our own essence and energy that other people are craving in the best way possible, our presence. And that's what I can say about you and me, because like I said, I'm looking at your work and you're always surrounded by so much knowledge and wisdom and it's like mind blowing. So I just, you know, like, I want to just shut up and listen. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It doesn't happen often, okay? Oh my gosh.
1: It is such an honor. I am humbled that you think this way and you feel this way. And thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because I know that before we jump on, you shared very briefly with me your history. And for those who never heard about you, tell them why they should listen to you. I'm, I don't like shoulds, but you are such a like, wow, that they, they get to do that. Tell people why they should even care about what you have to say?
1: Well... People should care about what I have to say because they should care about themselves. Mm. That is the first and foremost. I come from a place where I believe that if we take care of ourselves, we have um, more power and more strength um, and more love to take care of other people. And so it's very, um, it's very sacred. It's a sacred journey for us to be able to honor ourselves that way, take the time for ourselves, and actually learn about ourselves in all ways possible. Um, so that we can better take care of ourselves and do our life's work, right? While taking Mm -hmm. care of others on this journey together. So um, in the essence of what I do, that is really um, um, what I express. And if that resonates with you, please come on over. Um, (laughs) I will be right there taking care of you (laughs) as well.
0: That's so beautiful. And you know, like, I love how you said it. We get to take care of ourselves and then we can help others. Because I always said that, you know, you cannot give the best of you if you are not overflowing, if you are still searching for the things outside of you to fulfill you, because then you are giving the rest of you, not the best of you. So I wonder, Amy, there are yeah. so many different ways how we can take care of us. And ideally, in an ideal world, we are doing a little bit every day, right, yeah. from all of yeah. those things. But why was it? For you, through the nutrition mainly.
1: Well, it, it was a very interesting journey because I was growing spiritually, developing that way, and it, it, I feel like my spiritual growth guided me to that part. Um, and interestingly, in a in a, it unfolded for me um, over the course of several years, and even within the and every day we're learning and growing, right? Unlearning. And growing and relearning again. Mm -hmm. And recently it started to make even more sense to me why nutrition. It's because, you know, we as human species have created all of these magnificent ways to experience ourselves. And sometimes we do it at the expense of the earth. And we have created a lot of separation between us. And the soil and our food, and created behaviors around those things that we have created um, for in the name of you know pleasures, sort of like what you were saying when we seek outside of ourselves right for pleasure, then we may not feel fulfilled inside with purpose, for instance. And so um, my journey in nutrition guided me to uncover all the layers that we have created as a species and come to an understanding that our path back to who we truly are um, can, can be activated or reconnected um, when we reconnect with the earth. Mm-hmm. And, when, and, when, and to do that, we can tune into our body. Because a lot of us, um, even on a spiritual journey, I know when I first had my awakening, I wanted to get out of here. I said, um, let me just meditate all day and get out of my body so then I can experience this glimpse um, of liberation or a glimpse of salvation or a glimpse of enlightenment. And just let me hold that as much as possible without being in my body and i had realized through my journey that our body is one of the greatest gifts and instruments that's designed for us to really do our life's work so so when we start to tune into our bodies and understand really at the core how to take care of it and it's actually pretty simple if we remove all those layers it's just the removing of the layers that becomes a journey and a challenge for ourselves because you know we have been living this way for hundreds if not thousands of years right ever since civilization so so my my journey has been removing all those layers and i am simply sharing the tools that i have gathered throughout my journey that helped me do this unlearning process and helped me understand um, the beautiful sophisticated being divine being that we are um, incarnating in form and really honoring this body that is here, a vessel to help us do our life's work and, and truly just show you how to take care of it. So then you can you know, maximize its strength, its power, and the clarity you might have after restoring some of that connection to nature, to yourself, um, and to your life.
0: Mm, I love that and as I'm as I'm listening to Amy what came up for me was the I think it was loud too who was talking about you know emptying your cup so completely empty so you can backfill it up was it yeah. him and I, I think so yeah. but that, that's what I'm hearing we get to unlearn everything we were told that we get to do you know how to eat how to move our body who to be and that goes like you are teaching it through the nutrition i teach it through the mindset you know to be truly unapologetically you and peel off all the layers so what are some examples that you could share with us that you think that maybe might surprise the audience because i know there were some things that you told me that surprised me that i didn't know that comes in this process of unlearning what were some things that you had to unlearn on your journey and now you're teaching your students and clients to unlearn
1: yes that's beautiful. um The first thing I had to unlearn is that um our current um, systems revolved around science and medicine does not have a spiritual connection mm-hmm. and when we disconnect to our divine essence um, and take take some of the systems for what it is, we actually don't have all the answers mm-hmm. and and that's why a lot of times when we are strike when we're with um cancer, for instance, there is no you know, um, um, here yet, right? Um, and we haven't gone there yet, but if we just un- undo the layers and really tune into the, the essence of creation itself, we will know that all of our answers lies within nature itself. So for me, it's this actually journey back to nature and studying science from nature's point of view and understanding some of this stuff that we overcomplicate and we study in, like, a, 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 you know, like, like, my, my, micropely, like, just, you know, on its own without looking at the whole ecosystem is the reason why, for instance, we haven't been able to find the answers. And I think that science can really um, take notes from nature and work with nature. Mm. And I believe that that is where we're going, but that is the first thing that I had to unlearn is really, because I came from a very, um, you know, um, logical background. I grew up, um, in a family that is full of education and I had my degree in Stanford in mechanical engineering. And I studied, um, medicine, like I try to study medicine through that. And it's because of, you know, the the way that I was doing research in the labs at Stanford and seeing patients in the hospital with the oncologists that I was shadowing that I started to realize that we don't have all the answers yet and we're not going to be able to figure out in this lifetime. So I got to figure something else out. Um, and so that was that journey, just like understanding the limits of where we are right now and be humble to know that we can't actually find the answers in nature if we start working with it and not against it.
0: Mm, working with nature and not against it. I love it because it really reminds me of going back to the basics, you know, like yes. not overcomplicating, not over-analyzing, like really going back and simplifying it. That's, and and you know, I, I love Ayurveda, I love ancient learnings, yes. you know, because I feel like it simplifies the things for us, whether, you know, like where we are right now, like what can we do? so what are some of the things, Amy, that we can do right now? You know, what can we do to really start like mastering our energy through the food mm-hmm. yeah. in our daily lives? Because the woman that I work with and many women who are listening are women who are here to create the waves, who are here to change the world. And yes. I need them to be a high vibe, you know? and. Yes but in their body. So what are some ways, what is it that we can do to create even more energy in our bodies? Yeah, that's a great question. And
1: there's a few layers to that. I'll start by what I usually do with the students that um, come seek some guidance from, from me. Um, I start by asking them their food stories. I ask about, you know, what do you rely on to give you that source of energy, whether it's emotionally or physically right now? Hmm. And then I asked the next question, well, are these things processed, right? Um, do they come from the earth? And are you, second of all, um, addicted to them? That's another thing. So I'll give you a very good example, right? Like coffee. You can say that the beans are coming from the ground, right? But at the end of the day, um, first of all, we have to know that it dehydrates our body. Uh, we become addicted to it. And the coffee that we drink, especially when we are drinking it out of a paper cup, right, creates massive <laughs> um, issues with the earth when we're not recycling it properly. right? So we have to think about the consequences of our action and what we put in our body. And we just have to simply ask those questions. I w- was recently working with a client and she, she asked, okay, um, I Do I have to um, stop the caffeine um, and the coffee?" And I said, it is your choice, but you have to understand what your story is with the coffee. Are you relying on it for a source of energy? Because if that's the case, then it's an addiction. It's not the pure form of energy, the high vibration that you're looking for. It actually um, pins you down in the lower vibration. Mm. So that's one of them. And um, if you were to say, okay, well, okay, if I don't have coffee, what will I have to give me the energy, right? That would be the next set of questions. Let's say you did clear your story with coffee and you are looking for that source of energy. You have to understand that you, yourself, your body has the ability to give you this source of energy if you nourish your body correctly, right? And uh, and we just have to look at ever since the, the, the beginning of creation, what was this earth gifted with that came with all these energy sources? Well, there's the sun, there's the mm-hmm. soil, there's the air, right? Um, and then there is the plants that grows from all of these elements combined, mm-hmm. grabs the energy from the, the source, which is the sun on this physical plane. And... With all of these forces, it will blossom into beautiful vegetation, and it will have fruits. So, For instance, fruits is the highest vibrational source of energy that you can digest so easily into your system, and that's going to realign you
0: with your body's
1: internal power to sustain yourself on a daily basis.
0: I love it so much. Thank you, Amy. And I just wanted to pause you. I don't want to like stop you. You will keep going, but you know, I remember, and of course back then it was, I wasn't living healthy at all. I was like, pretending to be healthy you know when I was doing my fitness competitions and one of the first things they like tell us we cannot eat it's the fruit so that was the thing that I missed the most interestingly enough you know Mm. like yeah I was like kind of craving wine back then I was drinking now I don't even drink wine but that was the thing that I craved the most the like my body was craving fruit, the yes. like bread, pizza, anything. Those cravings are temporary, but it was just like the bodily, like oh, I want a fruit. And yes. when we were in Bali, taking you back to Bali, yes. we were picking up like papayas from the tree, mangoes yes. from the tree, and eating that. And I'm like, I don't care if my body gets a little bit fluffier because I'm in, like absorbing more more fruit, like sugar. Yes. But I love it, I feel high on life. And it was like every day, these beautiful plates with millions of colors and juiciness. Like so many women, they're like, well, I don't do bananas, I don't do mangoes, I don't do (laughs) sugar. I was like, well, good luck with that, do you know? It's like, can you please? Yes, that's
1: exactly right. And I love that you bring us to Bali for that Um, because Bali is really nourished, right? The entire land is nourished with all of these high vibrational frequencies. And you have to listen to your body when you crave for those things because fruit sugar is not the same as table sugar. Table sugar is processed, fruit sugar is directly a gift, literally from the creator and mother earth combined. It bears fruit. Like our language uses the word fruitful to describe basically success, right? Um, right, The ripening phase, you know, like when we have children, you know, we, we are ripening ourselves and we're bearing fruit. So there's a reason why fruit is so important to us. And the only reason why we're afraid of sugar is because we're also eating a lot of heavy, heavy on protein and high fat high fat diet, which clogs our body. So when our body becomes clogged, nothing can flow through. Not even the sugar. So then the sugar level, no matter what kind of sugar you eat, will continue to increase, creating your or increasing the chances of you having diabetes. So diabetes is not a sugar problem, right? It's you potentially our American diet has created so much fat in our system that it Blocks the sugar mm. from actually yeah. being delivered to the right places, which is our brain for function, right, and our muscles for movement, and all these other processes in our body that is needed. So that that is actually the whole story of um, sugar, and there's so many other stories that we created as um, as humans as we decided to move from a natural um, a natural diet to a processed
0: diet. Can I have a question just to yeah, clarify? Sure. Because for me, of course, what is processed is made from others. What it's not processed, it's from the earth. Let's say, you know, like sweet yes. potatoes or right. like, you know, like I like logically there are things that I can distinguish. Like yes. fruit and vegetables are not processed, you know, like Correct. I, yes. Yeah. Yes. But how about, for example, because I love doing, um, it's, it's like a pasta, but the only ingredients, it's like red lentils, flour, you know, (laughs) that it's still processed because it's made by human, but are there any things that are made by human that are good for us?
1: Yeah, so um, another thing I wanna bring up, this might be helpful because I actually love teaching um, very simple concepts like this. So then you can actually use your own intuition and common sense to make decisions throughout your life. So then you, like this is how I train all my students because I don't want them to coming back to me to to ask me about every single ingredient. Mm -hmm. So this is the trick and tip that I'm gonna give you guys. We are also made up of 70 to 80% water. In our body, Mm -hmm. right? So, when we're talking about pasta, when we're talking about lentil and even nuts and seeds, right? Um, Although some of those things and those ingredients that are made um, into pasta are coming from the earth, we have to ask how much water does it contain, Mm. right? Because we as human beings need to stay hydrated to hold that balance right to have flow literally within our body so if our diet is full of 80% pasta right we're not we're not getting that flow inside of our body so you just have to understand what is the hydration level in all of this and that's why i say fruit is one of the highest vibration because it has the glucose it has all of the nutrients and it's very hydrating so you just kind of have to see, like if you were to put, I, I, I created a cheat sheet for my students. You just kind of have to know, like if you want regenerative fruit, uh, foods, then it's higher in vibration and it's, cl- it's grown from the natural earth and it's high in hydration and mm-hmm. that's it. So you just want to manage your day. If you, if you want to just work with your body, you want to maintain that 70 to 80% feeling hydration, Um, throughout your day, having flow in your life, then you want to eat things that are more hydrated throughout the day, right? Seven to 80% of that. And then um, for instance, the pasta and the nuts, the things that fills us up, that takes up a little bit more room to make us more full so we don't have to keep snacking all day. um, Then that is um, what you might want to eat for 10 to um, 20 to 30% of Mm. your day instead. So simple things like this can really create a shift in your life
0: yeah that's that's very helpful and now i'm thinking like what am I eating what am i I'm drinking a lot? You can tell like I have here like three drinks, and you know I'm drinking a lot hydrating and yeah. i you know I love like watermelon and cucumber yes. in summer and make my drinks with strawberries, you know, but yes. this is so beautiful and simple, like really just reflect on you know, like, is it connecting with my body? You know, yeah. like if we are made 80% of the water, we cannot keep eating dry foods, you know? <laughs> yes, that's right. How about, the, how about the grounding foods, you know, like uh, rice or sweet potato? You know, they don't have much water content.
1: Yes. Um, well, actually, potatoes do. If sweet, you, potato. yeah, sweet potatoes and even potatoes. If you cut into a fresh potato, you will notice these little um, white um, liquids that forms. It's actually pretty hydrating. So those are extremely great, as you, say, as you said, for grounding foods. And I, eat, I re- basically replace all of my grains and pasta with those grounding foods. So for instance, I, I would still be on a heavy um, fruit-based diet in the morning because our body also works with the sun. So in the morning, our body is all into the detoxing and flushing things out. So you want to get the hydration. In, and that is why the celery juice movement you know, tells you to drink the celery juice on the empty stomach in the morning because it's to assist your detox mm-hmm. cycle. So you want to do all the lighter foods and the high vibrational foods in the mornings and just... You know, power yourself through that. And you're going to realize that your cravings throughout the day will subside. Your mm-hmm. cravings for caffeine, your cravings for sugar, your cravings for salt will all be restored by the mineral salt from the celery juice, by the real glucose from the fruit. And you will actually be able to then going towards that later on, later half of the day, then you can start having some more of the grounding foods to fill you up, to ground you to, to, to that cycle. Right. So you can just follow the rhythms of the day and have fun with it. I mean, I mean, I eat sweet potatoes throughout the day. So, because there's also a lot of great glucose in that as well. Right. So you are also powering yourself through that way. So have fun with it. You don't, I I never tell anyone to say, okay, you have to eat raw, Mm -hmm. right? Or you have to drink juice or you have to eat only plants. Yeah. It's different for everyone. But just knowing, having some sort of food literacy um, as your tool. To kind of guide you throughout the day, you're going to unlock just so, so many so many more levels to yourself that you oh don't God. even know quite yet.
0: I love, it. I love sweet potatoes. But then I'm just thinking, you know, to myself in my head, when I bake them, then I bake of the water, right? Yes, that's right. That's right. But it's still
1: nutritious. Okay. So there's still a lot, there's still a lot of hydration in there. If you when I bake the sweet potato, it's it's, it's still much more um, moist Mm -hmm. than I would say a pasta, right? Yeah. So you're, and you're also hydrating yourself with the juices, right? You can also do some herbal tinctures. Um, Like all of those things will replenish you as you go. We need a lot of all of those things because the, the carbohydrates from the potatoes is critical to building our amino acids. It's actually what gives us protein. So when we have the right amino acids, our liver actually knows how to create protein on its own. So we we may not need to supplement with a, with as with as much protein powder as we have led to believe.
0: Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, we gotta break that because I remember you know going back to being in fitness industry like sweet. every meal has to be protein. Now I'm vegan, so I wouldn't even do all the meat and fish that I used to That's do right. back then. You know, so and but I still like cut myself into oh it's not meal if it doesn't have a protein.
1: That's right. You can replace that story with the critical clean carbohydrates that we mentioned, squashes, potatoes, and sweet potatoes. And that will replenish your liver with plenty of resources to build the protein that your specific body needs.
0: Right. So our liver can create all the protein that we need. Yes. From yes. carbohydrates.
1: Uh, yes, because carbohydrates. No, yes, the clean, the critical clean carbohydrates have the amino acids, which is the building blocks for the proteins. So, and also our vegetables are full of proteins. So we 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 shouldn't be we shouldn't be afraid that we're not getting enough. The, I'll tell you guys the protein story. So from what I have learned and research is that in the 50s and 60s we started eating more bread. S- sliced bread was the new normal, right? which means it took up a lot of room in our stomachs because you get full off of sliced bread. When that happens, we eat less vegetables and we eat less fruits. And what happened, and we eat less potatoes. It re- replaced all of those things that has protein, that has the um, nutrition for us. So we started feeling bad. And so when the scientists went to go study this and when the doctors went to go study this, they said, oh, we need more protein. And then the protein industry started to come up, right? So we're basically, you you see how men's invention has created gaps and disconnection to who we truly are. And then we started to create solutions and stories to sort of band-aid on top of the things that we have created out of convenience, right? And p- potentially pleasure. It is very pleasurable to eat a sandwich. I love it. <laughs> but, um, but it does take up space in our stomach. And, and that's why we started to disconnect with the natural things that will give us originally the protein that we're looking for so
0: beautiful I just love it you see like I could be sitting here and talking with you hours because I'm like taking notes like a mad person because it's so valuable and against all and everything that you know like I was taught in the past you know so it's it's really eye-opening and I wonder, Amy, I know that you said that you know, you're doing celery juice, you're doing fruits. I wonder what are some of your like daily rituals or daily foods that are like your daily go-to to stay in mm-hmm. a high vibe and have that high energy? What works for your body? We know that every person has different right. body, but I wonder what works for you, like a daily?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. So it, what works for me is also different depending on what I'm going through in life. It's very important. And I've learned this lesson and I am starting to honor it even more so in different you know, people's lives when, we, when I work with them. Because when I got pregnant, I could not, for the love of God, <laughs> eat raw vegetables. And before I got pregnant, that was really one of my main diets because that gave me so much energy and I really loved it. I was eating raw for most of the day. Mm. But when we go through different stages of life, we start to, um, like for instance, my hormones was asking for something else. And all I had, I could not eat raw and I had to cook right? So I'm just giving you some examples. Right now is postpartum, my pregnancy. So uh, my baby's two months old. And right when I got out of the hospital, all I wanted were the grounding foods that you were asking because I need to rebuild my muscles. Mm -hmm. I was in a 27-hour labor. And when I came out I needed the iron from the spinach. I needed the carbohydrate to rebuild my muscles and the protein that I lost, right? So I was literally just feasting on potatoes and sweet potatoes and spinach and millet porridge like for basically the entire month. And now I'm starting to add back the fruits. I'm starting to add back the raw vegetables and eating some more salads. So right now what I'm doing is I still need the sweet potatoes Um, I just bake them in the morning, right? When I get up, I put it in the oven. It only takes like 45 minutes, right? And I don't have to worry about it because you can literally just wash it. And once it's done, you can peel the skin and you eat it like candy. And yeah, it's so good. And I just go juice my celery and I do lemon water with it sometimes, depending on whether or not I have enough time in the morning. Um, And then I just start you know, preparing my fruit place plates throughout the day a bowl of strawberry right and then i do a smoothie with fruits only and and lots of dates right to give me that energy and that will power me through lunch and that is when i start making some salads um depending on what i like and sometimes my husband will cook something like we will stir fry something because if we want something warm we don't shy away from it right yeah um so that's what we do and then in the evening we have fun um with the cooked food so it could range sometimes we do have those pasta at nights right and and we would be like trying to make like you know gluten-free pizza right whatever it is that restores the creativity in us so dinner is just sort of you know up in the air every single day we're playing around with it but most of the day that's that's what I'm doing. And th- those, those are the rituals that I have. Um, mainly in the morning, mastering your morning will have a ripple wow. effect for the rest of your day. You speak um, my language. Yes. Yes. And I love planning as I'm working through those morning rituals and mastering my morning for the day. And And, I, and that's where I write down all the dishes that I might want to make for dinner mm-hmm. right and Beautiful. and it, it becomes really fun because you're creating at the same time you're creating life so
0: I love it, yeah. and for me too like baking and cooking and I don't know if you saw my stories but every day I post like what we've done like yesterday we did like uh, for the first time like vegan black beans burgers and it was so good you know oh. so amazing so every day I, I do something you know like cooking and and it's just the creative outlet so I absolutely love yeah. that and oh yeah. so beautiful Amy, I want to ask you one last thing that it's on your heart for someone who is still on the journey to be reconnecting with her body. What would you tell her?
1: I would tell her that um, wow, this is a very this is a very good question. You know, I get so many messages from my Instagram asking all these questions and I think the one thing that I need to tell them is that your body loves you. Mm. That's it. Oh my God. Right. Because I feel like we live in a world where, you know, all the man-made things that we have um, created um, has made us believe that our body's attacking ourselves. Mm. That's the narrative that has been sort of going around, whether or not you are seeing a doctor for something that is chronic or, or even reading a health blog and, and I just don't want you to believe that. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to know the truth is that your body is protecting you, and it loves you so much. Oh, yeah. It's waiting for you to just kind of tune in and have a conversation with it. It's kind of like dating. You just have to have to have the courage. Yes. To your own body.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh, Amy. Like when you said it, like, it's just like a wave just went through my body. I wish that my body would know how much I love it, you know, from, like I said, almost three decades of harming my body with eating disorder and trying to change it and reshape it. And it wasn't from place of love. So if we know that our body loves us, we're treating it differently, you know? So, it's such a beautiful message, you know, that your body loves you and you have time. You have time to learn to accept, like, and love it too. Yes. Because I didn't love it when I started my journey. I hated my body and I right. it was so painful and I would never, ever wish anyone to be there. And I know there are thousands, 10,000, hundreds of thousands of women who are in, in a fight with their bodies instead yes. of being connected. And you know, like... I look into the mirror nowadays and no, I don't look like, you know, the the girls on my dream board yet. I love my body for the way it treats me and carries me and protects me. And it's too beautiful. Like you said, relationship. So Amy, you are, Another of those earth angels who were sent in the perfect time to remind us how to reconnect with who we really are, to be unapologetically us, and to right. start accepting why we are here and come from a place of love. So, Amy, thank you for everything you're doing. I'm so excited to keep stacking your journey. Everybody, <laughs> go and follow her on Instagram because she's absolutely amazing. Amy medicinal, what is it? The, the Amy head- the medicine woman. Yeah. Yes, I, I wasn't sure if it's medicine or medicinal so got it amy medicine woman i absolutely love it her baby it's absolutely adorable she is forcing me to have my own because that's like a cuteness (laughs) overload amy you inspire by being by your work you are incredible thank you so much for everything
1: thank you for having me here and i can't wait to connect with all of you